Hello, mate. How you doing? Yeah, very good, mate. How are you doing? Oh, it's fucking Christmas. Yeah. The, the Scrooge is in the house. <laughs> I can't stand it, mate. <clears throat> What's your biggest dislike for Christmas? <laughs> Straight in on the negative. Uh, the people that are in the high street. Okay. It's just too many people, mate. Yeah. Too many people. When I'm going into M&S, you know, to pick up some bits, and it's just dawdlers. Yeah. And it is dawdlers. And you know what really pissed me off the other day? I had to go get some coffee for the office, right? Okay, yeah. So I joined the queue, and this woman, she was loading up like two trolleys worth of Christmas snacks. Like, loading up. And I just had a pot of coffee. And I literally went, do you mind if I jump in front of you? And she was like, no. And I was like... Jesus. Not having it. I was like, okay. I made sure I waited for that bitch. Yeah, mate, I think people are... I mean, people have always lost it at Christmas, right? They've always lost it. But I think this year, with with the way the world's gone, the fact that Christmas was cancelled last year... Well, don't... <laughs> you know, at the minute, Christmas is still on, I think. Um, in some degree. Yeah. But I think people are going mad, mate. People are going mad. Which I, I get. And, I, you know, I think I've said on a previous podcast where I, I get it. You know, this is the first Christmas that people can spend with their extended families and whatever. You know, go for it. Good for them. You know, but don't block up the aisles in M and S. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, my my partner mate, she um, was looking for Christmas trees at the end of November, and I was just like, oh, please, please, can we just wait a bit longer? So when did you put your tree up? Well, we were gonna go with. We normally get a real tree, but this year because of the little one, we was worried about the the weird bits on the end of the. I don't know what I don't know what you'd call them. The little fur bits that would fall off the tree. Mm-hmm. We were worried about that, you know, falling on the floor and her picking things up, putting no, her mouth and all that shit. So we picked up a fake one first week of December, but honestly, it was just pure panic in my partner's voice about getting this tree. Like, you know, is Christmas gonna be over if we don't have this tree? <laughs> but no, we're all good now. We're I all don't good. get it. I mean, I saw some people literally put their trees up in November. I'm like, what are you doing? I know. But then, you know, maybe people just need, you know, a reason to be happy, maybe. And Christmas is one of them. Yeah. COVID doesn't think that way. <laughs> Omicron. Get your boosters, everyone. Get your Transformers out. <laughs> I said that today. Yeah, you did. I said that to someone. I was like, this uh, Omicron sounds like a Transformer. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen, mate. It's quite clear that there, there's a plan C, D and E. Yeah. Um, there was a, a little something I wanted to bring up, actually. Um, we've both been Christmas partying work Christmas parties yeah we have I mean that's one thing I do enjoy about Christmas Unsol- so unsolicited drinking because uns- <laughs> I don't do it anymore mm. but when I do, you know when I had the chance to you know yeah. I, you know, threw some shapes yeah you know pulled a few moves out the locker that, that, was, a, that was a weird place to stop there bro <laughs> <laughs> that was gonna say it but I thought I better not yeah yeah, yeah. but no mine was good and it's it, what I did find is, as much as of a grumpy bastard I am, it was nice being social. Yeah, yeah. You still miss that, I guess. Yeah. It, I mean, I get it with certain things that, you know, I do, but being out in a scenario where, like, it was like old times. Yeah. Um, But it was nice. What was it? You went into Kudos, one of our favourite clubs of ye old. <laughs> Your feet don't stick to the floor anymore. Really? Cleaned it up? Yeah, but I did go into the smoking area. 
and within 10 seconds, mate, I felt so fucking old. Yeah. I may as well have had a pipe. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Was it so it was busy? Ish. Okay. I, I expected it to be busier, but... And then, did they have any mask policies at all? No masks? No. <sighs> but the, the things didn't come in till Monday. Yeah, a few days after, yeah. So yeah. It's good to get the last party in, mate. Just get it in. Well, that's my party and done for the rest of the, like... Decade. T- t- <laughs> the decade. That's me done, mate. That is me done. Yeah, I mean, I did a bit of drunk bowling. Never done that before. Yeah, but yours was different. Yours was a day sesh. Yeah, day sesh. Really weird, really tiring. Um, too much travel for it to be a full blowout. Um, but I had a great time, nonetheless. So Cheers to that. Sh- yeah, shalom. Sh- shalom. <laughs> right, boy. What are we doing today? <sighs> Talked about Karma Sutra. Are we? I thought we were talking about karma. I certainly didn't get that memo. <laughs> well, I well, thought we were... We're going to have to wing it as we go, then, We mate. were going to discuss our favourite pages in the book and... <laughs> no? I've got detailed notes. <laughs> I really have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's episode number... 11. 11. Again, I know we said it last time. Thank you very much for the support. I'll stay for one podcast on Instagram. Big up. Give us a follow, drop us a message, drop us a like, all that good shit. It will be reciprocated in plenty. So, we are going to be discussing karma. Why not fucking stay for one? Right, man. Let's start with a definition as we always do. Thanks, Oxford. So, there's the the sort of religious term of karma... Okay. Um, and then there's also the more sort of street urban dictionary term of karma. We can do both. We can do both. They're both, you know, they the sentiment is the same. Um, so originally, the sum of a person's actions in this and previous states of existence viewed as deciding their fate in future existences, or the informal way of summing this up, good or bad luck viewed as resulting from one's actions. Yeah, so very similar presentations of the word just that one includes i imagine reincarnation especially with hindu and buddhism yeah they believe in reincarnation where it says the previous states of existence and, and i'm guessing in in that term that it's more like they stick they stick by this religiously if you like so it's not it's not something you can opt in and out of and just say you know fleetingly oh you know must be good karma that's what it, they would live by it yeah well that ties in with the 12 laws of karma yeah, yeah. So, let's just start from the top, mate. Yeah. What's, how do you feel about karma? So, with me... What's your thoughts <clears> on it? See, I w- yeah. I'd like to think that I think you put yourself in situations to allow certain outcomes to happen. So, in some way, you, you create your own... Yeah, I, I tie it to kind of creating your own luck, in a way. Um... I don't know. I was chatting to I was chatting to my old man about it the other day, and he was saying sometimes though you can do everything you think you need to do to make something happen, still won't fucking happen, and like there's still something that will just stop it happening. Yeah. So then that does that does make me sort of put a question mark on what I think because I've always thought if you keep working hard enough at something, you put yourself in the right situation, talk to the right people, what you want to happen is going to happen. But maybe I'm wrong, mate. What do you think? I don't know. Karma's a funny one because it's that word gets banded about, doesn't it? Like if you. You know, for example, you say something stupid to someone and then you end up banging your toe or something. Oh, it's karma. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> no, I just stubbed my toe. Yeah, I, well, I was watching football the other day. Um, it was the it was the last Champions League game, the Liverpool game, and uh, the keeper just like went down diving, trying to get something basically for nothing. And then within a minute later, we we get a pot goal, and it's like instant karma for being a dickhead that was. Yeah. And, and the little situations like that, I always recognise it, and I'm like. That's karma, straight there. Is that karma or just a poor decision from that person? It affected the outcome, which is what we're saying. So, but is that down to karma or is that down to that individual? Because um, if it was down to karma, regardless of that individual's actions, it would have happened, right? Is that what we're saying? Or we're saying? So, yeah, are we saying that karma is just this this mystical power? that happens but then the the definition of karma is it's based on what they've done right is what you get in return yeah in yeah well the hinduism and the buddhist example is deciding their fate in future existences so it what happens next basically yeah. so, so i i look at that like he was a dickhead in that moment so a few moments later life came around and slapped him on the ass but if that was <laughs> let me put this to you if that was somebody else in goal would right. that have still happened if they had done the same action as him, maybe something like that, or maybe something along those lines. It couldn't just—it might not just be that. He might have just, you know, broke his ankle. See, I think there is a fine line between karma and, but putting putting something down to karma or just outcome of action. Yeah, yeah, it depends, I guess, on your the way you like to view things. I think. You know, if I go play with traffic, nine <laughs> times out of ten, I'm going to get hit by a car. Yeah. That's not karma. That's me being a dick. Yeah. But that time I didn't get hit by a car, is that karma or is that just luck? Yeah. Uh, and maybe it's a way of, maybe in sort of the religious way of looking at it, they they like to think that maybe, you know, if I keep doing good actions, I, I then make a sort of bank of good, you know, opportunity and positivity that's going to come to my life because I've done these things. It's just a way of being a good person. But yeah, we did touch on it on behaviours in terms of the outcome of opportunities that we're all we find ourselves in and how our behaviors mediate our way through yeah i don't know karma's a funny thing because if you look at it from a religious point of view yeah then it is very you know you do good things good deeds will happen you do bad things bad deeds will happen but that's why i think it is a false sense of security yeah, yeah, I I think it is because that that ties into how you're gonna have just bad stuff happens to good people sometimes, and yeah. that that completely breaks any sort of structure that you think karma might bring, if you know what I mean. Um, I do think it might be a bit like you know, like how when when you read like horoscopes and stuff, and like yeah. whether you believe it or not, that's up to you, obviously. But if the the way you kind of match what you're reading to your life is you'll look for the slight patterns that apply. And then if say one thing says like, Oh, you're gonna you're gonna meet someone wonderful next week and then you, you do meet someone and then it's like, Oh, maybe that must have meant that, so therefore, you know, horoscopes are real and all this is true. But that's just interpretation, isn't it? Exactly, but is that the same of karma? So like loads of things happen throughout your life, but when something coincidentally happens so close to you doing something, do you just immediately go, Ah, oh, that's karma that is and then that's the thing you recognise, you know? That's a good point. But then all the other times when it doesn't happen so close together. You just you forget about karma. You don't really think of it. But I think down that road, do you think certain people will get so hooked on the fact that good things are going to happen if they do good deeds? 
Yeah. They're going to like pry for karma. Be like, right, if I do this today, something good is going to happen to me. Uh, yeah, I think people that must follow it as a religion thing, they they must have that way of thinking, right? Because it's, it's such a sort of pillar in their belief system. But shouldn't we all just be doing good things anyway, regardless of what happens? Well, that's the argument, mate. That's the argument. And then I think when you're... When we sort of say it, like, jokingly, whereas, like, you know, if you try and... I don't know, if you try and wind someone up and then you go and stub your toe, like, two seconds later, we like to say, like, oh, that was a bit of karma for you, or karma bitch. Remember that comment? <laughs> yeah, karma bitch. <laughs> yeah. Like... That's that's used jokingly, right? But it's something that everyone recognises. And that's why I think maybe some people, there is pe- potentially, well, I'm, yeah, there is people out there that take on this whole karma as a, a way of life as such on how they live it. Yeah. But I just, I, I, I think part of it, I think some of it maybe is aimed at what I've put down is it is a slight underhand tactic to get people to behave or act in a certain way. Right, because if you're made to believe that if you do do good things, then karma, it will help bring good things back to you. Yeah. What if it doesn't? Yeah. Then what? What is karma then? Well, yeah, it's a load of bollocks in that case, yeah. isn't it? It doesn't make any sense at all. Um, I think it's a. I think it's definitely an interesting, an interesting thought. But I think you you have to then start believing in this kind of higher power which some people just don't believe in and you have to believe that someone is controlling this and connecting these dots um where you know i'm not sure if it's just like you said if it's just chance like is it just because someone did a stupid thing that something stupid then happened quickly after yeah it's like you know if somebody does a good thing in a day and then they go decide they you know decide to buy a lottery ticket and they win the lottery yeah is that karma or is it the fact that they've bought that lottery ticket yeah they've won that and the millions of people that don't win it, right? Yeah. And the millions of good people out there that do the lottery. Yeah. I did the lottery the other day. You win anything? Did I fuck? Oh. And it's £2.50 for Euro Millions. <sighs> Bet the prize pot's nice, isn't it? Yeah, it was 100 odd million or something stupid. <laughs> you wouldn't have fucking seen me then, boy. Yeah, I'm guessing we wouldn't have been filming that, would we? No, we would, mate, but it'd been like on a beach somewhere. <laughs> the tropical beach. Uh, hold on, guys, we've just got a dial wedge in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where is he? Nobody knows. <laughs> nice. So when it comes to karma, um, I did a bit of research saying it's broken down into 12 different laws. Yeah. So... If we start from the bottom, so we've got the law of significance and inspiration. So basically, in brief, we all play a part and have something to contribute to this world. Yeah. Which, yeah, I agree with. We all contribute in our own little ways. The law of patience and reward. So they've sort of said that it's no good living healthily for one day, then sabotaging it in the next. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, be consistent in your goals and they will come to fruition. I don't think that, yeah, I mean, you can be consistent to the cows come home and things still may not happen for you. I mean, how many business owners have the perfect business plan, have the perfect business model, yeah. and they still can't get it off the ground? Yeah, I mean, that one That one kind of goes, does it, do you reckon that sticks with like adaptability or does that just sort of go, well, well no, like you've just got to stick to what you originally set out to do? Yeah, of course. I mean, I was just using the business as an example because it was the first thing that came to my head. Yeah. But then again, you know, in terms of us, in our workout goals, yeah, 
the results do come to fruition. Yeah, yeah. You know, the results are taking place with how the body's changing. So I agree on that side, but I think it is specific to different topics and parts of life as such. Yeah. And again, no good living healthily for one day and then sabotaging the next. I think we've all been guilty of doing that in the past. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have this revelation one day. Yeah, you and do. <laughs> and it's like, fuck. What am I putting into my body? Yeah, man. No, that's a crazy one. Next up, we've got the law of change. History will continue to repeat itself until you learn from the experience and take steps to do something differently to stop the cycle. I see, that's an interesting one, isn't it? Again, different scenarios and circumstances. Yeah, I also think that one is more is more around mindset as well, right? And it's more around like if you just if you just think that you're doing the correct thing all the time, but you're getting a diff- an outcome you don't want, that then maybe you need to realise that you need to change your action there to actually try and alter what the outcome is. And it, that for people that get stuck in like bad habits and you know daily life cycles, that could be quite a challenging one. Well, it's the definition of insanity, isn't it? It's doing the same thing and expecting a different outcome. Yeah, exactly, mate. People love that saying as well. I, I was I, I, in my head, I was going to butcher that. <laughs> There's way too many big words in one sentence. Yeah, then we, without, we know what you like with a saying. Which... Without reading it off the screen, I was sitting there going, "Right, say it this way." But no, I'd, I'd yeah, again, I agree with that. Do you do you actually believe in karma? Do you think it's a thing? No, no. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, I've like like I said at the start, I've always been of the belief of you can you can make your own opportunity. Yeah, um, you're in charge of your own. It's going to sound so cheesy, but you're in charge of your own destiny. Oh, fucking hell. Play the Disney music now. <laughs> a whole new world. That's Aladdin. <laughs> That's got fuck all to do with karma. Sound. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I do think you are. You are complete in control of what you do, what you say, and what you what actions you take. Yeah. Yeah, and I was, I was listening to something the other day, and it's the whole thing about, like, the control over just what you can do is all you actually have. Like people spend so long with their head in, you know, up their ass worrying about everything else that they have no control over. Um, when yeah, all you can all you can do is change the way you ha- your outlook on things and the way you act towards them. But sometimes people's focus can be on the outcome, yeah, rather than what's going on here and now. It's about the journey, bro. <laughs> Don't stop believing. No, exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what else we got on here, boy? Next up, the law of here and now. To experience peace of mind, you have to embrace the present. It's exactly what we've just spoken about. Yeah. This can only happen when you let go of negative thoughts or behaviours from your past, which is easier said than done. Yeah. Um, next up, the law of giving and hospitality. You must give to the things you believe in. This law helps you understand the importance of your actions reflecting your deeper beliefs. For example, if you want to live in a peaceful world, you need to focus on cultivating peace for others. No, I'm not about that. Mate, the car- the- these laws on karma are so much deeper than like I'm used to, if you know what I mean. Well, because you thought we were going to talk about Karma Sutra, that's why. Well, yeah, that's that's pretty deep. <laughs> Depends what position you're doing, mate. <laughs> Christ. If you're the ravaged wolf, then yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one I'm not so sure about. Um, 
if you want to live live in a peaceful world, then you take out the madness. What do you mean by that? Be, become a loner? No, just remove yourself from certain environments, relationships, situations. Yeah, I mean, the, the way I'd kind of look at it is the old, um, you know, practice what you preach is what I've heard a lot more than that. Where, like, yeah, if you if you if you want to live in a peaceful world, you need to be a peaceful person. Otherwise, it's not going to happen. Um, but yeah, maybe that's maybe that's quite difficult to apply in like our society in the way we are at the moment because there's not a lot of peace anywhere, mate. No, <laughs> I mean, I could walk down the street and there'll be a fight. Yeah, exactly. Do I then stop that and go, guys? Think about what you're doing. I, I want mean, you to be peaceful. I mean, there was this one time where I had had a lot to drink um, and we was uptown and for some reason or another, I wasn't allowed into the, the, the club we normally go into um, and I was just demanding peace and love. You know, it was, it was at that stage of the night, very embarrassing to think back to now, but, you know, not everyone wants peace and love, which <laughs> the policeman told me that himself. <laughs> Yeah, but you were wanting them to have peace and love to let you back in. Yeah, but, you know, it, it was coming across aggressive. And, you know, there was, there was crossed wires there. I can imagine, mate. <laughs> I've, yeah, I've, yeah, I've been with you on one of those situations. Um, the law of focus. Focusing on too many things at once can slow down and lead to frustration and negativity. Yeah. It focus, the law of focus encourages you to concentrate on one thing at a time. Oh, mate, I... This is why I'm miserable. I focus on so many things. Or try to. But I can't just focus on one thing. No, I I mean, it's tied into when I feel like I'm wasting my time if I'm just on one thing. Yeah, I mean, for example, someone in your situation that's got a relationship, a job, you've got social aspects outside of... Yeah. You can't just focus on one thing. I know, that that is, in, that is kind of insane, isn't it? Because then you'd lose the ground on the other things that you're working so hard yeah and I, I do you know what I mean yeah I mean I have different levels of importance on those things but I think my life would be pretty bland if I only just dropped everything and focused on one yeah I mean the way it's it says it is if, if you focus on higher values like love and peace then you're less likely to be distracted by heavy feelings of resentment greed and anger yeah I mean, at the end of the day, if I had to pick one thing to focus on, my partner's going to be pretty annoyed because I'm going to be doing the podcast. You know what, I mean? <laughs> <laughs> what a <laughs> She's going to be a, a fed up young lady for sure. Sorry. No name. I was about to say her name. But... Oh, man. <sighs> the law of connection. The law is based on the principle that everything in your life, including your past, present and future, are connected. Who you are today is the result of your previous actions and who you'll be tomorrow will be the result of your actions today. Yeah, I'm fairly okay with that. I, th I think I believe... I'm with the last like sentence. Yeah, not the first bit about they're yeah. all connected. I. That's what I struggle with. That's my sticking point on karma, I think. I'd rather not be connected to anything in my past, to be honest. Well, that's it, mate. But then, you know, things that you do now... The fact that you can change your outcome of your future is, you know, a nice prospect. Don't it, even, I don't even know if it's always true, though, mate. I think some people might just be fucked. Yeah, I mean, how far in the past are we going back? Because I'll be honest, I can't remember 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. And I, yeah, and then, like, people say, like, you know, 
I have the same 24 hours in my day than Jay Z has in his. You know why? Why can't I? Why can't I take over the world like he has? Oh, I can think of a few reasons. Exactly. Th- this is it, mate. This is it. That, that's like the argument about it. You know, he's had the same time as me to do whatever he wants. <laughs> he's done that. I'm doing this. Um, yeah, but he grew up in Brooklyn. You grew up in Kings Lynn. Yeah. Slight difference, mate. Well, well, this is it, mate. This is it. But yeah, they've got the same. You know, they're awake the same time as us. They all wipe their ass the same way we do. I bet he's got a lovely toilet roll. I reckon he uses shells, like Demolition Man. <laughs> you think? Yeah. Oh, he's, he's on that bad boy shell level. Yeah, man. Legend. No toilet paper there. Just pure shellage. <laughs> uh, the law. Next up is the law of responsibility. So it's a reminder that you own what happens to you in life. Yeah, okay. It's a great reminder that what happens to you is because of you. This eliminates the opportunity for you to look outward to find the cause of your problems. You are the product of the choices you make. Yeah. Again, to a degree, yes, but then at another degree, I'm like, no. Yeah. Often. (sighs) I think the, the line comes into this where it's easy to then be, you know, overbearing on yourself and blame yourself for too much. Yeah. And you, you give yourself a fucking hour of time, to be honest. Yeah, man. I think some people take would probably take that on a whole other level where it's like, fuck, it's always my fault. What have I done? Yeah. And I think we've all <clears> been guilty of stuff like that in the past. Yeah. It's not healthy. <clears throat> no, if no. you fully take responsibility for other people's problems, then that's just going to weigh you down even more. Yeah. And often enough, there is external factors that play a part in certain problems i.e. relationships friendships etc you can't control them no i i think do you think this is trying to touch more on something that happens as a result of something you've done though what is it says it's a great reminder that what happens to you is because of you okay so if a girl cheats on you is that because of me well it depends on the situation again mate you know i mean what they obviously doing that is wrong but you know, was that was that a breakdown of communication? Did this guy become an asshole? But that's how can I? Do you know what I'm trying to say? I how do. How can I word this? But that's not. On... That's not an excuse for her to do that. Is what no, I'm saying. No, I mean, we're, yeah, we're not trying to fucking make an excuse for cheating here. Because <laughs> no. if you cheat, you're a. Yeah. Um, but the fact that it says it's because of you is what what happens to you. So it's my fault that I got cheated on, or. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But it, maybe it, maybe in the brutal way of it, it does depend on your actions, though. You know, if you maybe it was just a consequence. Exactly. But if you are completely, you know, hands down, you know, I've done nothing wrong to deserve this. Then no, that's not that's not on you to take that on board. That that sort of blame, is it? Yeah, that, that's why I think that bit again. <laughs> I mean, these are very brief explanations of these laws. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's lots more out there that you guys can look into and we are just scanning through them next up the law of growth growth starts within us especially in the morning (laughs) to positively shape the world you need to start with yourself that's because real change or personal growth begins with what you have control over which is yourself not others yes this out of all of them is the one i know you're involved with yes i'm all about this did you write this law no, no, I didn't. <laughs> Actually, where is 2021? Book it. Wedge says. Wedge says. Oh, I should bring out a book. Wedge says. Um, to be continued. 
Yeah, this I'm all over. And again, I think this takes, I think for everybody it's different. It can take years to happen or it can take a couple of months to happen. Yeah. But growth does definitely start, especially personal growth. That is something that you do have control over. Yeah. Nobody else has control over it. And if they do, get out of that situation. Um, because you are the only one that's going to benefit from growing. Yeah, it's, it's Sorry, like... You're going to be the main benefit of growing. Obviously, you growing and becoming a better version of yourself, potentially, will benefit others. Yeah. But for the main point, it is you. I mean, would you argue that's what life's about, mate? Just becoming better in your own eyes, for your, your own like interpretation of yourself, trying to get there. Yeah, I'd say it's one of the... I mean, for me personally, it's one of my my go-to points, what I'm trying to achieve. Yeah. Um, even with you as well, though. Yeah, I mean, I don't know as well. It can be a lot of things as well, right? It doesn't have to just be physically. It can be a mental thing. Like, you could be just trying to, you know, trying to learn more, trying to study. Um, well, knowledge is power. Exactly. But I think... <laughs> More than the others, it's a physical one for you in recent times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last 18 months, the law of growth has definitely been upon me. Yeah. So that, that's one out of 12 you agree with? That's one out of 12. <laughs> this is going great. Um, the law of humility. So according to Paul Harrison, the law of humility is based on the principle that you must be humble enough to accept that your current reality is the result of your past actions. So for example... If you're blaming your colleagues for your poor performance at work, Harrison says you must accept that you created this reality by not performing as well as you could have. So in essence, it's just being able to sort of gender the fuck up and admit when you're wrong. Yeah, I think it's uh, having a degree of self-reflection for me. Yeah, which again, I agree with. because yeah, I think it's really important actually, man. I think a lot of people get stuck without even, you know, paying any attention to what they've done or how people you know perceive them or anything like that and I, I think I think you can get a lot of value in actually trying to look at yourself in the mirror a bit and being like actually maybe I've done this thing that pissed this person off you know I've done this thing not not go down the route where you take everything on yourself but that moment of reflection I think a lot of people don't do very often <laughs> no I think you're right self-reflection is a big thing that I don't think enough people do because I, I've been doing it a lot, mate. The last the last sort of three to four years has been a big self-reflection time for me, I think. I think that comes with maturity. Yeah. Because the only person that's really going to give you the best response or be able to see the response is, is the man in the mirror when you see yourself. Yeah. There's there's so many bits in these laws that I can pull out and yeah. just like they, they, they apply and they work for me. It's about tailoring it as yeah. well. Yeah, which I've noticed is that I mean there has been a few that we've both been like mm, not for us mm, no, but in the last couple it's like well yeah I can sort of take that and apply that to this I, I get where it's going yeah. which is the same thing as such yeah, but I don't think it's because of karma I, I think it's more down to especially the law of growth you have to be self driven in order to try and make a change or become better yeah yeah I think it's um it's just highlighting pillars that I've always kind of thought exist anyway in yeah. life um a couple more left mate so we'll just rattle through so yeah i've got two more the law of creation so the law of creation underscores the importance that life doesn't happen to us 
to make things happen in your life, you need to take action instead of waiting for something to magically come your way. Mate, this is my one. This is my one for me, 100%. I think the amount of people that just sit in their like miserable hamster wheel and they don't they don't actually want to jump off jump off and have a look around no but they're expecting something they're expecting that wheel to yeah, stop uh, it's something's going to stop like my my dream's going to come true one day without even trying like your dream might not come true let's no. get that right okay no, no nobody's <laughs> dream may come true yeah but if you don't jump off the wheel so to speak if you don't jump off the wheel and have a look around um it's definitely not going to happen no. do you know what i mean no, that one I 110% agree with. Yeah, I mean, you know, if we want to go toe-to-toe with Rogan, here we are, bro. <laughs> yeah, we're a little way off that yet. <laughs> but we're jumping off that fucking wheel, <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> um, also says there, also consider how you can use your skills, talents, and strengths to create something that not only benefits you, but others too. Yeah. That's the other thing. Like, I've seen a thing where it says that everyone has a sellable skill. Do you agree with that? In what way? It can literally be anything. Like, it was a study that I was reading. It was, I think it was like an article on one of those BuzzFeed things where it was they were talking about how you like change your life, change your job, get out of your job, do this, do that. Standard BuzzFeed bullshit. And they were like, everyone has a skill that you can charge for. You just need to find it. It's a bit, it's a bit open-ended. But I think I I kind of agree with it. I think you can, if you don't know what it is, you can study one thing or learn one one you know sellable skill. So so everyone has a skill already. The capability of having a skill. Oh god, yeah. Anybody yeah. can pick up a book and. Yeah, but it's like when you see people that draw all the time, and you're like, they're an amazing artist. I could never draw like that. But you... they've never picked up a pen. Exactly. So. Yeah, I just thought I just thought it was interesting, mate. I think it kind of ties into that that law of creation and just kind of being able to change your life. Yeah, and I think, to. but you have to have that mindset of being driven to go right. I am going to learn this. Yeah, yeah. And the people that are good at things, you just think like they're just people as well. Like, don't think they're anything else. No. Like they they had never picked up a pen before as well at one point. <laughs> Yeah, I found it interesting how meditation is working its way into Western culture. I don't know if you have thought about that before, but I, I see a lot of people who are trying to bring it into their daily routines. Yeah, I've tried. Have you tried it? That was going to be my next question. I have. Um, my little brother does it religiously. Not well, not religiously, but religiously. And he does it every day. He does it every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on that? I'm someone that can't sit still. <laughs> yeah. I struggle with literally sit like like now I'm I'm doodling with a pen while I'm talking. Yeah, yeah. I have to be doing something. <clears throat> yeah, and I think that's the thing that us in western society struggle with the idea of like are we just wasting time by doing this? Are we not is it not But I think the whole idea of meditation is to drop everything for a minute. Yeah. Like release all these weird shitty thoughts you've got recenter yourself exactly and I, I see good benefit in that but at the same time i would be sitting there you're right thinking fuck i've got loads to do after this <laughs> yeah and obviously you, you, i'd imagine during a process of doing it over and over again you may learn that actually no that's not important this is important right now yeah 
I mean, I suppose there's some nights, you know, if after a long run, if I have a bath, I'll, I won't meditate in the bath, but I'll have a, I give myself sort of five, 10 minutes where I try and not move in the bath, just try and really relax, get into it, yeah. shut my eyes, control my breathing. So yeah, that is meditation. Yeah, yeah. But I don't, <clears throat> I'm not like... Do you, do you try and, do you try and not think of anything? The only thing I'm thinking of is just like sort of not shutting off, but just letting my muscles completely go blur. Yeah. Completely relaxed. Completely go. Empty. Yeah. And I mean, the way people talk about it as well is they talk about it as if it is a skill you have to continually like practice and improve at, right? Like the first time you meditate, you're probably not going to understand sort of what what you're trying to to get at or what you what you should be feeling. Well, it's how long you do it for as well, because there's some people that can meditate for like two hours. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. But I imagine, like, especially like people like Wim Hof. Yeah. You know, he takes you through this like meditation breathing exercise where he teaches you to hold your breath for, yeah. f- for four minutes. Yeah. Holding your breath for four minutes. That's insane, isn't it? But like any person can do it. But it, it it's just finding that state of calm, isn't it, I guess? Yeah. Because it's like just second nature to start panicking as soon as you fucking feel a bit of tightness or whatever. Yeah, I mean... <clears throat> Cut this. <laughs> I mean, we was looking at 50 seconds. That wasn't bad. That was pretty good, man. For a smoker as well. That was pretty good. Gone a bit lightheaded. <laughs> Not gonna lie. <laughs> that was pretty good. I would love, I would love to maybe incorporate meditation. Are you, into, are, you in, are you interested in it? I am, but it's more about not finding the inner peace, but just sort of maybe at like an end of a day, just to switch off. Just before we tie things up, we did have a comment on the gram, so I'm gonna bring it up. Go for it. What did you ask? What did I ask? Good, bad karma experiences. Let us know. Is what I asked. It was a bit late, so we, <laughs> yeah, didn't go as well as we normally as it normally does. Our admin sucks. Yeah, we um, yeah, we posted half hour before we recorded, but there we go. Um, but we know we've had someone from let's call him Peter. Let's call him Peter. <clears throat> Peter um, messaged in, but this was a, an anti karma. He's put so he's put anti karma. Saved some lad from falling over once. Then he said I tripped him and I got detention. C C N T. I mean, I can guess what that means. I think it's the word we we beep. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I mean that's a, that's a, that's a good one. Your thoughts on that? But did Peter uh, help Paul for his own personal gain? Now, knowing Peter, he probably didn't. <laughs> Peter say save some. So okay, let's, let's let's have a look at this. Save some lad from falling over once. How did you save him? That's what I want to know. I need a, I need a bit more detail. Yeah, I think. Can, Peter, can you just message us the context? Where were you? How did you save him? How far would his, was his fall going to be? It feels quite comical thinking about it. If he's like falling for an, a number of seconds and, and was saved. Again, knowing Peter, it would have been comical. <laughs> yeah. But uh, do you think that's karma? Or, or not karma? No, I just think that the laddie saved sounds like a c- <laughs> Yeah, I'll be brutally honest. It just sounds like a bit of a dickhead. It's <laughs> a tough one, isn't it? Again, yeah. I, I think karma is one of those things that I think if you 
if you're going to believe in it, I think you truly need to immerse yourself in it. Yeah. Where I think where we are, I think we can sort of pick and choose certain aspects of it and relay it to our everyday. And if you're just pinning your action against someone else's action, you can't determine what their action is going to be, right? Exactly. So in that situation, Peter had no idea what Paul was thinking. No. Paul was thinking, that dickhead better not touch me. Mm. And then Peter, Peter, t- did touch Peter, him. Peter touched him. So. Pro- probably inappropriately. <laughs> so Peter got put in his place. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Peter. Love yeah. you, man. Love you, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's that's funny. <laughs> Fucking Peter. Sorry. The fact that we uh, make up these names. Um, I think it helps. It does help. Yeah. It does help. If you want us to use your real name, just tell us. Um, to anybody that messaged us in. Right, so the last Liverpool game, I was here, and we were literally walking down the stairs just as yes. it was starting. Yes. And you said to me, what do you think? And I said to you, it's going to be 4-0. No, you didn't. 4-1. No, I said 4-0. What was it? 4-1. It finished 4-1. I said it's going to be 4-0. Henderson's going to score. Jota that was is, freaky, man. is going to score and Salah's going to get two. I said to you, I think Salah's going to get two. Jota's going to get one. I said to you, is Hendo in the team? You went, yeah. I said Hendo to score. I, li- I was literally saying that the next prediction you put in, I'm putting money on. All right. Liverpool five, Newcastle nil. On Thursday? Yep. Right. Let me write this down. I'm going to put I'm going to put a two quid bet on it. See what happens. Salah's going to get a hat trick. Right, okay. So 5-0. Five, 5-0. Five mm-hmm. Salah Hattrick. I'll tell you what. I'll put that bet on with you right now. Let me just... But no, we'll put that in and we'll uh, we'll get back to you all next time, I think. See what happens. Mate, if that comes in, I'll stay for one betting tips. Podcast <laughs> is coming next. <laughs> right, next next time is L. We're going to do love. We're going to do love. Yeah, we've already decided. Um... I think love covers so much. We can yeah. talk about platonic love, romantic love, bro love, poof, sexual love, Ooh. and what we love. Yeah. All love. All love, man. It's all love. Yeah. And on that note, I'm Sam. I'm Wedge. Peace out.